fleets. Oh, on the fleet. fleet. On fleet. Welcome aboard the fleet. Oh, the fleet. On fleet. Let's go on the fleet. I like um, it. That's. Are we are we just getting getting into it? Because no, we should do. Uh, what are we going to talk about today? Fleets. <laughs> We're going to talk about shit. Fleets, Apple, and what was the other thing? Black Friday like straight up started already, and it's yeah. a week from today. Yeah, everyone's selling the shit early because they don't want to overwhelm the post. Oh, is it that? Is it because of that, or is it just because they want people to buy more? It's both. Please help us survive, and it's also. Uh, uh, please help us survive by continuing your consumption um, and trying not to, at least here the angle is heavily not to overwhelm Canada Post because they're already struggling Yeah, I think um, the angle also is like if you're a retailer and you know that people have less money you want to make sure that you're the first place they go the to one. Yeah, you yeah. want them to spend the money at your place yeah exactly um, it's funny you say that though because uh, I saw Allbirds raising, is raising its prices for Black wow. Friday to discourage people from shopping, which I was like, okay, it's kind of baller. That's cool. I like that. Uh, it's like, um, is it Patagonia that just shuts down? Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, I like that. Super nice. I love that. Okay, so that. Um, ooh, what else? Yeah, I could talk about Xbox. I don't know if I can Did you get that. your Xbox? Yeah, yeah, I got my Xbox. You should talk about it a little Xbox. bit. And then uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey were oh, in Congress again. The homeless boys. <sighs> you know, it's just like, more. I would say, just like Donald Trump, there are so many other reasons to give those people a hard time than the way they look. <laughs> it's fair. probably not <laughs> worth making fun of them for the way they look. I, do, I did like that magician tweet, though. But but this the spray tans though. Why do these guys all get spray tans? I think Zuck is uh, actually basking in the sun at uh, his Hawaii uh, colonialism place. Well, and I think I saw like <laughs> I not say that word. I'm so Jack, sorry. Jack Dorsey on a beach with Sean Penn and Jay Z. What? I, I don't know how to explain it, but I think I think <laughs> these people, other than Donald Trump, these these two gentlemen are actually getting sun. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, okay, anyway, maybe. To your point. I'm going to cut this out of the episode. Yeah, please do. Uh, let's do this. Hey, you'll see Charge Tech Podcast, episode 153 or 54. And <laughs> one, one of those two. You'll listen to episode. Uh, let me try. Who let me try. How's the weather? <laughs> it was so good. Under the I hood. Cannot, cannot leave it out. It was so good. It's, every, every time I've ever done the intro, I've thought that. It's one of these two. I'm going to say a number. I beautiful. just wrote it down five minutes ago. I should probably know what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How's the weather? <laughs> it's gray. It's really gray. Oh, it's that gray time of year. Yeah. It, it, it It's kind of like when there's basically you know one sunny day a week and then you're like whoa need to like get that sun on me mm-hmm. and then the rest of the week is just gray gray shit yep and i don't know this is feels kind of weather related but um it feels like the whole of amsterdam is like ref- like doing stuff to their apartments oh yeah everyone's like, do- doing pandemic renovations construction noises it's constantly awful on my street the construction like I would say it went crazy in March. It started going down in the summer. And now, because it's like very... There's a lot of like rules here. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Zach just took a photo of this and Freddie was yawning. Um, yawning, yeah. Great. Everybody's got like building permits on their windows again uh, on my street. And I'm like, yeah. oh, can you just like leave it the fuck alone for a minute? But the best building permit that's going on in my neighborhood is they're building the What We Do in the Shadows Mansion in the car park across from me again <laughs> i'm so excited it's so good every year they build this it's like insane I, i'll put a photo on discord like last year they built the vampire mansion just like randomly everyone's like I what rem- the fuck I, yeah i remember this um this year so last year it was hollow it was just like you know like the front of the set like if you went behind it it was nothing I think this year, because of COVID, they're building an entire soundstage. It's like they've actually built the entire thing this year. It's fully sealed. It has a roof and like a garden and everything. I'm like, holy shit. 
I can't wait because I'm hoping that they'll like have to wear masks dressed as vampires, <laughs> <laughs> which would just be ah. Whose background noise is that? Yeah, Tell that's me. that's the construction. <laughs> Why well, they oh, they heard no you way. and they did a live demo? Yeah. Sick. Anyway, All right. I just posted a fleet. Of I, us okay, right this. time to so pivot we'll into fleets. If, I'm curious because I haven't tagged anybody yet in fleets, but I'd imagine it works similarly to Instagram because it's yeah. the same feature. Okay, I and have to say so though, let me know if you get the push notification. Okay, well, that's the funniest thing about fleets so far is like everything I try to do with it. I realize is actually just an Instagram feature. <laughs> like somebody yesterday made a poll on Instagram, screenshotted it, and posted it on Fleets, and uh, with the caption like "double tap to vote" or something. And I, tr- I just like instinctively tried to vote. I was like, I didn't even think that I was on. It was you know, it's Instagram themed. It's just a screenshot. <laughs> I feel like we had this exact same conversation two years ago or whenever when. Instagram copied stories from Snapchat. Mm -hmm. And then we also talked about how people screenshot polls from Twitter and post them on Instagram. Right, right. So, well, it's it's insane. Um, It does remind me of two years ago when Instagram stories came out because it feels... And and I realized how spoiled I am and how, in a way, you you can't really compare it to stories in a way because it, it just feels like a fucking crappy version of stories honestly i like it the interactions like it. are strange okay like they it. are like i've heard it's bad on ios though old I don't, school i haven't tried oh. it but i've heard it's really laggy interesting yeah, is that it's correct? extremely laggy okay what? that's not the experience on android no and it's so not i've all seen all these complaints about it and i was like what are you talking about somebody sent me a screen recording i was like holy shit that's bad i think that they did the opposite of what normally happens Usually they test it only on iOS and then the Android one gets the shit thing. But because they tested it in Brazil and India, they oh, only tested it on Android. And interesting. Then and so it came out and it's like, I was like, the tables have turned. Finally, motherfuckers. Ah, <laughs> how the turntable. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. I didn't realize that there were any issues for iOS So people. yeah, apparently it's laggy AF. Like the interactions oh, suck uh, as a result. Can I just say that, yes, it's pretty much the same thing as all the other stories things, but it reminds me of something else that existed before. What? It reminds me of Twitter before retweets. Oh, mm. you're, no, you're because right. It's great. It's great. I have my feed, and it's it's a combination of things. It's, yep. it's so-and-so liked this thing, somebody or this yelling. is in a list that you follow, or this yeah. is retweeted by somebody, and then the the fleets is just people I follow. And yes, mm. people can post like tweets to their fleets. Right. <laughs> but, ah! for the, but for the most part, having, you know, spent the past, I don't know, maybe 12 hours with fleets. I, I just got the feature. Right, right. Yeah. Same. It's mostly just the people I follow. So it's kind of, and it reminds nice. me, like, people post pictures of their lunch again. You're right. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, this is what I'm doing. And, like, you, you don't really get that on the feed as much it's anymore. more personal than the feed, but it's all the same app. So it's yeah, not... It's nice. I, I like it. And I like it I, I like it. I'm sure pretty soon we're going to get ads injected. Oh, like sure. Instagram. Well, and well, that'll, that'll be... That'll wait a little while to make it popular, I think. Yeah. But here's the problem with it. Twitter didn't implement it. They implemented it in a good way for the platform, but they forgot a few things. So, like, first of all, I think, like, people use Twitter really differently. So, people, especially, like, people, like, who have been on there for a long time follow a lot of people. So, like, for me, I think I follow a thousand people. Well, I can't find you all in there. (laughs) There's no way to, like... Uh, like I wish there was a way to just say like who I want to see at the start or something. The algorithm, for example, doesn't seem very good, or I don't even know if it has one compared well, to Instagram. Instagram. Does that right? Yeah. Well, um, I have to mute people, which mutes them entirely. Right, but to okay, get rid of them. Okay, but I don't know how you guys uh, handle your Instagram, but for stories. But I have a lot of people muted actually there yes, because there is same. people that make stories that do not interest me or yeah. for instance I follow people that are using their Instagram just for like a professional purpose and I yeah, usually yeah. mute those as well because I don't want to see their feed uh, their um content that mainly reads as ads all the time. Um and so like over time I think I've made 
my stories into into this yes to this thing that i really enjoy mm-hmm. and then indeed the people that you interact with most they will get yeah. to the front which mm-hmm. is nice uh but i do not i don't think i would want to make an order in t- fleets well i don't think when... you want to make an order yourself i think it'd be yeah. cool if you could like pin i don't know like somehow yeah, maybe you could have like, like favorites like or best friends post. or whatever yeah. yeah so there's that but i also can't tell if there's an ordering algorithm or if it's just like whoever posted Random. it the recently i think it's i think it's based on time but i'm not uh, well because that's it's twitter twitter is yeah. live is their tagline but, but this is the thing i think the fleets should be more opinionated and then the main timeline i think um and I, I like i really like the feature i think it's a cool idea it's just there's certain use cases for Twitter that fall apart really weirdly on it. Like right yeah. now, if I mute somebody, like I don't want to mute them entirely in the timeline. So let me just mute their fleets. <laughs> oh my god, this sentence. Oh, you can only insane. mute. The, you can only mute both. Uh, well, it's, the UI alludes to you're muting the entire person. There's no UI to like unmute just the fleets. Oh. So, I, I'd imagine it's going to come over the next sure. couple of months. But yeah, it would be nice to have some of these features at launch. I would say I've seen some complaints and some acceptance that you reply to someone's fleet, it goes to their DMs. Okay, this one I don't understand. And Where else do you want it to go? Do you want another DMs? I don't. No, <laughs> like, I think people expect it to be like a, a reply a fleet, on Twitter. A fleet's box. Oh. Um, but I, no. I like it because I am getting more DMs from people that are mutuals with me, yeah. but that we don't DM. And I just got the nicest, um, the nicest DM. I posted a, a picture to my fleet of I don't even know how to describe it because I posted to my fleet. fleet sounds weird. Yeah, to my story, um, us recording, and I found out that one of my friends has listened to every episode of the show. They Shout out Joey. Shout out Joey. He listens to every episode of the show. I had no idea he listened. So there you go. So fleets is well. That's what I found too. Is I've met a few people in Canada for it. It's really weird. And I th- that's what I like about it is, like, it restores the personal part of Twitter back. Um, the biggest fault, in my opinion, and, like, you're probably going to disagree, is that it's not on the web yet. Because I think yeah, a that, lot of people actually... That's how I feel about like, it. Like, when they're in front of a computer, I would probably browse it more. Here's something spicy, though. I know it's there because I looked in the code and it's just oh, an it's internal there. only thing. <laughs> so, I guess it's just not ready. That was the... The hardest part for me is I had it on my phone and I was excited and I usually get up and I will look at Twitter on a laptop at some point in my morning routine. Right. And it was like, oh, I was kind of looking forward to looking at these on the web. Yeah. Well, if you have one of those spicy new Macs, you can install the uh, Twitter, Twitter iOS app. <laughs> we can get we can talk about the Macs in a minute. But yeah. I just want to let's future look a little bit on fleets, fleet fleets. This doesn't seem like... So, a couple things. The rollout, I heard, was a little rough. Yes. It was, like, only in the U.S., then they rolled it out to other Canada. territories, and then everybody got turned off for a minute, Yeah. and then they re-rolled it out. Because in Twitter fashion, they didn't build in oh. harassment tools. Idiots. Right. <laughs> but, um... Not surprising. Do you know the Twitter voice memos? Yes. That I that's still not rolled out to 100. It's only users. on iOS in US and Canada. So it's I like I appreciate that they're like yeah. It seems like there's more of an investment in fleets. It does feel like a feature that's going to stick around. Yeah, um, but future looking like, do you think Periscope is going to get integrated the way that yeah 100 Instagram Live is integrated It'll be this, into the stories? It's how they'll bump it to the top. They already do it in a really janky way when your friends like go live. There's those weird little squares. They're like tiles. The I think it's just going to become that. They're just going to put it in that same UI because that's the weird thing with Twitter is like a few times they've been really close to figuring this out. Do you remember last year when they launched like? You could swipe left from the timeline and there was like that special camera tweet mode. You could like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that felt really close to what this is. And so uh, this makes it easier because you'll open a fleet and any of those things are there. Whereas before it was like, where do I put these buttons? Like Twitter was not very good at that. To me, um, Periscope starts to make sense for the first time now. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, the integration makes more sense. Yeah. Because before... I just didn't understand. I've never used it. I've never, yeah. in, you know, invested any time in figuring out what it was. 
Mm-hmm. It just didn't seem for me. Mm. Maybe it still won't, but at least I can make sense that it is like in that. I might look if it was there. I just hated how if there was somebody live, it would make this giant square that bumped the entire thing down for no reason. Like, yeah. it didn't feel right. And I think that's why I never, like, I always just dismissed it to get rid of it rather than, like, whatever. And so I think the problem, that's going to be something that will be quite divisive about tweets. Every, uh, fleets. Everybody, uh, everybody really has opinions about Twitter, right? Like, yeah. really strong ones. They use them in certain ways. And I think Twitter rightfully didn't add a way to turn them off because at least people should give it a shot. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see if they let I guess the narrative will be like use Tweetbot if you know <laughs> I wonder if this is the first story stories version that we'll we have seen because I mean stories are now just a thing everywhere it's a, it's a but I wonder, format. I wonder if, if this is the first version where people can be horny on it <laughs> horny on main yeah. yeah I mean Twitter's yeah. the last social network that's not specifically focused around about that. nudity it's that you can really post smart. nudity exactly it's interesting you say that as well because the other thing that struck me about fleets that i really like is it's i mean okay other than snapchat it's the first um stories format that's outside of a facebook property on yeah. like an open platform like well what i mean, I mean there's LinkedIn. Also snapchats but linkedin, LinkedIn. Well, has had linkedin yeah. does have it but only if you use the app which i've never uh, i wouldn't put on my phone <laughs> but you know like what i'm trying to say is like it's the first one on the open web in a way like Twitter feels more open. Like fleets could be browsable and embeddable, as the way not I see on the it web going. yet. <laughs> well, I okay. Point taken. But like, what I like about it is it's high quality. It's available in a website uh, an app that feels more. Uh, like I just I get what LinkedIn Stories would do, but it's not. Behance also has the stories browsable on the yeah. web. Well, yeah, that's true. Behance is stories. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> you can, you can so like post funny. about your work in progress stuff, and yeah. then like the final product you post on like. But this your is what page. I. This is something that I realized lately is um, the stories thing is ridiculed a lot, but it has become a UX paradigm that had transcended the companies that created it. Like it's easy to forget that things like pull to refresh were like this a few yeah. years ago. Yeah. The True. infinite timeline, like facebook i think had it first and then twitter had it and then everyone had it and they all thought everyone was copying each other but these are ux interactions that like have just become normal now so it's like silly i get why people want to make fun of it but the format works i fucking tap like infinite scroll works it's the same thing and they all have their own spin i think twitter did a good job of not like carbon copying instagram stories like it's pretty close it's close <laughs> but they added some stuff and like i think that it's clear where they might start taking it if and there's, they there's no ar filters yet so you know yeah that's the thing yet yeah well you know twitter's history with developers is not great so it'll be interesting <laughs> to see them try to build yeah. that and see if the community will come also there's two primary apps for making ar filters i know adobe's got a couple but mm. the for the most part, people are using Spark AR, which I believe Facebook owns now. Yes. Here's what would be really smart. They partner with Google, who have AR uh, APIs and all of that weird shit they keep putting in the camera, like the Star Wars. That's AR a good shit. idea. Partner That's with Google. Idea. Google will do it. They're so thirsty. Like, and there's shit tons of Android phones. <laughs> if you're listening to this, Sundar Jai, uh, hit me up. <laughs> you mean you aren't using Google Currents? Uh, what? what? Google Cur- <laughs> it's like what I Google forgot that Plus exists. turned into. It's like if you have a Google, what do they call it now? Google Workspace. If you have a Google mm. Workspace account, it's like Microsoft Google Teams. But it's Google Plus, but <laughs> positioned as Microsoft Teams Ugh. sort of situation. And it's called Currents. And mm. I've never heard anyone use it. So No, me neither. Mm, no, thank you. While we're talking about stories in in Instagram and Facebook real quick, I don't know if Twitter would have been able to act fast enough to launch tweets based on this, but I would say the timing is quite smart for Twitter. They've probably been working on this for months toward a date, but Instagram did a redesign and people are pretty upset about it. Well, some people. Some people are upset about it. Uh, You know, (laughs) Twitter's not representative of everybody. Maybe this is what people actually want outside of, like, the text and journalism sphere. But they they moved the activities view, the little heart, 
to the top and put the shopping button right there. The like new post button is up at the top and now it's the reels button which like if you if you didn't know that that's a feature they're trying to get more people to use, you would be really confused why it's the primary button in the middle. Yeah. Yes. Well, there's well, different versions of it yeah. and I even have different versions on two different accounts which is really yeah, really strange but um I, I do think that changes like this are you know small uh a small or yeah we will forget about this in a couple of weeks but the i just um i don't know it's annoying because i kind of like reels but it's also it also feels like they're force feeding it to me and yeah, it also I feels to tap on it because i'm like i don't want that pm to get his uh his plus one for me <laughs> but also um i feel like um it's an app in an app you know, it feels completely foreign next to all the other stuff that's on Instagram. It doesn't make sense to me. But the thing that I also, the thing that I, I think mainly do not like about Instagram right now is that it seems to become like a marketplace. Yeah. Well, that's, they're going hard on commerce. They said that this was going to happen last year, I think. Do you know, like, the the saved section of Instagram? You can, Which like, I bookmark. forget exists sometimes, but yes. And then there was a moment where they let you group them, and it was kind of like having a private Pinterest board. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, Instagram could pretty easily go after Pinterest, because Pinterest doesn't have a ton of competitors their size. Like, there's little ones like Arena and stuff. There's, you know, little moments like this in Instagram. But adding shopping is the first time where I'm like, they really are kind of going to compete with Pinterest more than anybody else. Maybe Etsy a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say. like Etsy to me. It's like Etsy, Pinterest, it's yeah. Vinted. Shopify, uh, Amazon, yeah. <laughs> Facebook. But the thing is that uh, what I hear people complain about the most recently is that they feel like their content that they went to Instagram for, which is their family and loved ones and people they care about and the girl they hate and stuff, that stuff <laughs> is getting snowed on there, you know? Right. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. So, like, it feels like they've tried to put commerce front and center and, like, yeah. I think... It's interesting. I understand why they're doing it, but I think that they've forgotten that that is a byproduct of what people go to Instagram for, not the primary thing. Like, I go there to see things that of people I follow that then I might buy it, but I don't go there to start as that, right? Like, I don't go to right. Instagram to, like, maybe I will. Who knows? But, like, it just muddles it up, in my opinion, about, like, what I want. Like the, yeah. I buy, I have bought stuff well, off Instagram. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. By being influenced by people I follow, their recommendation algorithm for products is probably the best one on the internet, because I more often than not see an ad of something I actually might want. Yeah, and like you said, I actually do buy stuff from Instagram ads every once in a while. So I can't say that for Google. Like I've never bought anything from the sidebar in Google. I don't think so, unless it's like I'm That's trying true. to buy something and I'm like, where can I buy this? And it, then they I have use Google, Google shopping to figure out which shops sell it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's, yeah, that's, I don't like, I don't go to Google to, well, I don't go to Instagram either, but I'm just saying the Instagram ads are usually more relevant. So that is kind of a power they have here. But yeah, I don't, that's like you said, it's not the experience that I go to Instagram for. And yeah. so Twitter being the place where people are posting what they're doing, their breakfast, whatever, it, it actually, that's the content I actually want when I open Twitter is to like see from people what they're doing and hear what they have to say. Like, that's what Absolutely. I like about this edition yes. of stories versus like Instagram, like shoehorning shopping into the front of your feed is like, it's not really the reason I go there exactly and so that's why it's like a weird fit we'll see i mean i think people do browse for shit online and like on instagram and stuff and i i, I will say like the one thing i do like about the facebook shit with this is like it does help small businesses against amazon if anything like yeah like it's really hard for them to get a catalog of something like that and so like it's kind of cool that facebook's doing it but i don't think they're doing it for the right reason yeah like it's they want ad money like they're gonna charge people to show off at their place like that's obvious Yeah, just like etsy yeah yeah to frederica's point of like us getting used to it 
there was the I don't we talked about it on the show when Instagram TV came out and it was like that bright orange gradient bar at the top of the feed where they were really trying to push people there and then like over time it got more like subdued and part of the product but not like in your face right here under stories I think that sh- shopping I don't know like do you think it'll live on the bottom bar forever maybe no. it becomes a more natural part of the explore stories feed experience but i felt like that was already a thing you know it was in the the way that i was exposed to instagram shopping was either by influencers linking to it or um in the explore page right right yeah okay that's interesting and it is kind of nice to be able to click on an item an instagram person was wearing and then be like oh these these jeans look very nice wonder what they cost and immediately have an answer yeah that's true. i'm not sure if i would buy them through instagram but then mm-hmm. i would at mm-hmm. least know like oh this brand is interesting or we'll google that or whatever but yeah, I don't know about the shopping tab. I've actually never pressed the shopping tab yet, so we'll see. But it's it's kind of double because on on the one side, I I think it's good because especially like artists and people that are starting their own shops and stuff, they have like a really good avenue there to you know do this in a way. But on the other hand, I don't know. I don't I don't like the idea of Instagram completely changing into some sort of bazaar kind of place you know i just miss old instagram and i know it's never coming back <laughs> no it's becoming a super app yeah it is well it really the, is. the one of the senior designers from facebook is now the head of design for instagram and you can tell it just feels like it's becoming facebook <laughs> it is yeah they're yeah, well, attacking on features yeah I still haven't gotten the where my DMs are now Messenger, but like it's oh, only I, of time. I keep avoiding the. It keeps trying to trick me into um, what's it called, like converting it or something. Yeah, and I keep saying no, but I assume at some point that is going to make it impossible. Yeah, and so yeah, it's it's just every Facebook feature will make its way into Instagram until it's just as bloated as an app as Facebook <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah. Wonder when we will get Farmville. Oh God. <laughs> it's funny thank you so much for that horror (laughs) well it's really interesting because um snapchat added games kind of a while ago but you can play games and then like house party was really big in march when the pandemic kind of really kicked off and that had games that people i wonder what the user stats look like right now like it probably was like boom and oh god and then you know zoom and google and all these there's integrations now for games so I think that, like, I don't know, Farmville's not actually a stretch if <laughs> they if they plan to eat everything. I'm that surprised there's not, like, a... Maybe I'm wrong. Can you do video calling inside Instagram? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. You can even do screen say, sharing. Oh, really? Yeah. I was going to say, I'm surprised they haven't tried to compete with FaceTime, but there it is. Yeah. It, it has the every feature. It's, it's the kitchen sink of apps but i think facebook does this sorry instagram does this in particular because they have tried to split out apps and failed miserably in the past like reels was sorry tv before it was reels was a separate app before they realized that you oh fuck maybe we should have just put it in the main app because nobody downloaded this like (laughs) this is this is the way it's going is they're realizing that they really have to push it in people's face to get them to use it this is a good segue if we're done talking about Instagram. Um, I read that Netflix is starting a TV channel in France. Is the what? pilot market? What? Everything comes full circle. It's a twenty. <laughs> it's a twenty-four hour content is just playing. Wow! Like programmed channel that you'll be able to go to Netflix and watch, turn on and catch something in the middle and. It's. I think the goal is to have like a discovery element to it of like people spend so much time like scrolling and looking and searching for something to watch that it's sort of the here's a discovery thing and you know you don't have to scroll it just turn it on and then the rumor is that they're going to start injecting ads in between shows. Wow. Interesting. I mean, why why Netflix would they be doing is like this? the antithesis of ads as well? It's like. Like, I would be very jarred to see an ad in Netflix. 
Well, it's how HBO works. If you've ever yeah, watched true. the channel HBO, it's, it's just ads for themselves. Well, no, no, no. There's there's no ads during the thing. No, yeah, yeah. But between movies or okay. between sh- episodes, there's one ad or two ads. And mm. compared to cable, where it's like every <laughs> eight minutes, there's a break for commercials. It's way better. That's that's not a case in the Netherlands, you know. I did not know that. If what, you um, if you watch um, cable TV on the commercial um, things, there is commercial breaks every so often, but not every right, eight right. minutes. Definitely not. But um, on the on the um, uh, main channels, the Dutch channels, for instance, you don't get commercial breaks. I think really huh. is it because they're paid for by the citizens? governments? Yeah. Is it like BBC where it's like the people pay for it? You know, like no, it's I think it's government funded. That's what I'm saying. And then there is there is the you can you can also uh, you <laughs> can also people. become a member for instance and then pay them a little bit as well. Um, but as for individual things within those channels, anyway, yeah, I was shocked by American television and how many ads there are, and especially how many ads are about like I don't know medication. I know it's like it's, the yeah, most insane cool. shit. When I yeah. went to the US for the first time, I'm like, oh my god, are these people watch these ads, <laughs> they pay money to watch these. It's something else. Well, it's it's how we pay for sports. So, like, that's that's where, like, football makes its money is it's ad-supported in a different way. <laughs> is, that big, is that why, like, the Super Bowl is basically one big ad? Yeah, well, that's a little different because the most more people watch that than most anything else on TV all year. It's one of the, like, most watched things. So it's just a, one of those captive audience calculations so they sell that ad time for like a million dollars a minute or something wow and so that's why the commercials are such big deals because they know they have to spend a lot of money to put those commercials there so they produce Mm. really high-end commercials and then all the agencies want to win awards for those commercials it's like (laughs) yeah it's like a whole ecosystem interesting but anyway i would watch netflix tv i definitely would consider it like you talking about this really reminded me of those like weird channels on cable i don't know if it was a thing everywhere but like channel zero was always like the trailer channel really like it was just trailers (laughs) and like that sounds kind of interesting to me i just don't know if i would watch linear tv like because that's the problem with netflix is the autoplay thing make me crazy but i would like consider passively watching some trailers so I know that Netflix definitely does a lot of testing, so I don't know if you've had this in your interface yet, but there used to be a button at the top. You know, you could, like, select genres to look at. Yeah, there yeah. was, like, a recently added, and they changed it, at least on the version I have. It says new and popular, mm. and it does the, like, top ten thing like they have on the homepage, but it also has the stuff that's coming soon. And so oh, it yeah. is only the trailers, and then it's, like, there's a remind me button so you can yep. get a push or an email when the show comes out or the movie comes out. And I thought it was really strange because I've one of the things I like about Netflix is that I can watch everything that I see versus like, I, you know, I have Amazon Prime. I mentioned that a couple weeks ago on the show. And some of that stuff you don't know Netflix, you have to pay okay. for. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't <laughs> like. I don't like supporting Amazon. I know. So I, know. I feel guilty having Amazon Prime. <laughs> but some of the stuff that you see on the homepage, you click on to watch, and it's like six ninety nine. You want to pay for that, and you're like, oh, oh, and you have to go and like sort by just things that are already included. So I, I what I one of the things I liked about Netflix is like everything's just available to watch, and now they have this page where it's like stuff you can't watch. Yeah, fucking hell. Interesting. Um, just to point out the, I don't know if obvious, but uh, Netflix has stories. What? It does on uh, mobile. Nobody sees them because a lot of people, well, sorry. So Netflix says a lot of people use mobile, but like, I assume it's not us. It's like people commuting or whatever. Like, I, I have a theory about this. It's people Chromecasting. I believe that. Because you have to open it on your phone. Yeah, well, they have a crazy format where you can, like, tap through shows, and it's, like, a special... I don't think... Oh, I still have the app. I can show you. Maybe it's only in North America. Uh, so if I go in here, I bet it's not going to show oh, up. Oh, I now. see it. Yeah, it's, like, got the circles, and you and it's, like, specifically constructed for this. Like, it's called it's not, it's not bullshit. Like... They're vertical stories. You can tap through oh, them. Oh, my God. 
And then, I don't know if you see at the bottom of mine, I have the coming soon. It's yeah. right in the middle. Oh, yeah, I have that too. Uh, this is bad. Use the mobile app. <laughs> I think it's audio, both. But, I think it's um, both smart and strange to have, like, the coming soon. Like, it's nice to be like, oh, yeah, next week that's well, coming out. And let me put let a reminder for reminders. it. They let you do that. So on my TV, it'll show like a little push notification now when like Queen's Gambit or no, the Queen, the Crown <laughs> came out. <laughs> God damn The it. Crown's Gambit. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyway, so interesting. We'll see. I want to talk about Max. <laughs> Max. Oh, I thought you meant like Adobe Max. I'm like, oh, and that was no, weeks no, ago. No. I we, mean, I did, we never really talked about Adobe Max, I think. No, but. it's fine. <laughs> Apple. Okay, Apple so the M- M1 chip happened. I think we talked... Yeah. The last we'll episode a lot about was it. the one right after the event. Mm-hmm. But we've learned a lot since then. Now people have tried them. Yes. And they sound like they're very good. <laughs> yeah, I'm still skeptical, though, because like they keep saying, oh, it's so much faster and the battery takes is so much better and whatever. But like, is faster really better is what I've been like asking myself. I think a se- it's a hard sell. I think the battery is a really good sell because it is literally two to three X what's on the market today. However, I my hesitancy on this comes from it's always faster when you get a new computer. Yeah, <laughs> like, of you course. can't tell me it's going to be... Oh, it's so... I, I agree. Yes, it's probably faster. But like, call me in a year when you've got like uh, all your crap installed. Call me in a year when they release the next version of Mac yeah, OS true. and all your shit doesn't oh work anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I I would say like it's it's been documented now that people have units that the chip does get throttled when it gets hot. Yes, and but it's so, hard to get the fans to turn on in the fan ones. Oh, I was gonna say I would recommend getting the the fan based ones, the mini or the MacBook Pro. You should Pro. get those. But even like what I, is like I guess what I'm trying to say is the ones with fans aren't bad. Whereas like usually it's like fan bad. Like right. it's hard to get it to turn on. I would just say like. Uh, if you're one of the people that needs performance, just because these chips perform fast, don't buy this. Mm-hmm. This is the laptop for the person that was looking for a new MacBook Air. With 100 Chrome tabs. Like, that's the yeah. use case. <laughs> it's, but there's going to be the M1X chip in three months and a mm-hmm. MacBook Pro with four ports because the one that they released is the two-port one, the base model 13-inch. Yeah. yeah. So I would, like, if you're someone that needs performance, at least maybe the Mac Mini, like, Shout out to Joey again that uh, that messaged me while we were recording. He has been tweeting about his Mac Mini and how blazing fast it is. So maybe I get that, but I don't know. The two-port MacBook Pro is not I'm investing in a first-gen. Like, I've, I've been down this road <laughs> with Apple, especially given the keyboard thing. Like, I just have so much trust issues with them. I'm super bummed, though, because, like, I have the Surface Pro X, which I do love, but, like, Microsoft's version of ARM chip is not pulling the same performance number that Apple's showing with their ARM chip. Right. Right, right, right. I I, I have to say, though, even though I've been, like, kind of grumpy and also kind of skeptical about this whole thing, um, I kind of want one. I do, too. I have, I've, I literally can't. I have bought uh, three computers this year, I think. I, like, literally could not convince myself to do it. But they're tempting, yeah. Seeing those performance numbers, it's pretty good. And and I definitely see myself back on macOS at some point, if I'm honest. You know, iPadOS, while missing a lot of things, does fill that desire for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. There's a puppy. Oh. There's a puppy. Baby. This is really <laughs> bad podcast content, but I'm excited to see. It's terrible podcast content. We got to do a video podcast with dogs. Dogs. Cats. Yeah, so the new Macs are impressive. Um I heard that Rosetta 2 is actually working pretty well. I saw yeah. um two videos on YouTube of people installing all the Adobe apps. It does the and, job. And you know, experiencing them and <laughs> yeah. There are bugs, but Adobe has said that they're pretty committed because both Microsoft and Apple are moving in this direction. So I think they're right. being forced to. So I, I actually really curious what the internal conversations at Adobe are because this takes I, a lot I, of effort. It's a lot of effort. Recompile all these apps every time. Or what is it called? Refactoring? Whatever. Yeah. They have to do it. Yeah. It's, they it have to tough. do it. 
and it's because like they're being forced to by OEMs and it's yeah like, that sucks as a business like yeah you, it's really it sucks because it makes business sense but it's like oh great well we're not shipping anything for the next six months but the right. thing it's is though fixes I'm yeah. not worried about Adobe because Adobe is big and rich but what sure. about like the smaller boys oh yeah I think they're all gonna be lazy as fuck like I think the because there's gonna be a weird side effect the ones that can afford to do it like sketch and shit we'll just do it but like. Yeah. It'll be the ones who are smallish. I think if in many of those cases, they're just going to switch to um, releasing I- their iOS version for Mac. Like, I think that's the long-term damage of all of this is like the ones who have a painful recompile might just release their mobile version instead, which might be good, but I'd argue desktop software is still nice sometimes. Yeah. This does mean that you could potentially use um, Procreate for iPads oh, on yeah. your Mac with a mouse. You could, yeah, <laughs> we know with uh, Sidecar. Oh yeah, yeah. well, but, but yeah, this is you already this got is your iPads going. I yeah. see people sideloading like Gmail from my iPad or whatever, which is kind of cool. Like, is it? I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I've never felt the need, <laughs> but maybe I just live in the web browser too much. Like. I can kind I, of understand yeah, why from using a Chromebook, like having the Spotify mobile app is pretty cool, actually. Regardless of my own skepticism, it has been a long time since I've seen people excited. Uh, sorry, in, like reviewers and in industry enthusiastic over a first gen. Usually it's like, oh yeah, there's this but, but there's very few buts with this, which is, in my opinion, they did a good, like that means they well, did it. Yeah, um, all, all of the buts I have are, they're going to release something next year that yeah. you're going to want instead of this. But they yeah. made it look like it doesn't hurt and it's right. good. Like, yeah. And I think that's a start. And that's what, like, they didn't want to be too flashy this year because no. it wasn't the time. Like, it's basically, like I said, it's like Femke's mom is the perfect person for this because she can buy it and not even worry. Like, it works. Right. It does it just the works. Thing. Yeah. So. I just think that Apple's really predictable about. Si- how they work because how they work is to make another trillion dollars so it's like yes this macbook air that just came out is incredible next year there's going to be the same ish hardware maybe like the m2 but they're going to redesign the outside or it's going to come in different colors or god maybe it'll have a touch screen who knows but but yeah, we just the first generation thing is even more of an argument by itself enough to not you know to wait a little bit, especially this time because it's like this is a first gen that is a halfway step on purpose. Like it's actually the equivalent of getting like the iPhone three G, but with none of the like you don't get the redesign. You just get like something that works and it doesn't do anything exciting. But well, is it kind of like uh, the, the the S series in iPhone? That's what so I mean, yeah, yeah. 3GS, for example. But except without the... Because it's like that would be building... So they're building on previous heritage and the next gen is when it's like the iPhone Sick. 4. yeah. Bad liked, analogies. No, I liked your 3G analogy or you could even say the 5G because it's happening now. Oh, God. Is <laughs> you could get the 5G phone, but 5G is not available everywhere. Yeah. And where it is available, sometimes it's not better. Mm-hmm. And so it's like... You could get the M1 chip device, yep. and some apps it's not available yet, and some apps it's not better, but mm-hmm. generally it's faster, and that's the marketing. 5G is faster, you know, asterisks, right? Yeah, the depending M1 chip on, yeah. MacBooks are faster, asterisks, you know? Like, some of your apps might not work great, or... Yes you might have to wait six months to get that Adobe app that you depend on to be the ARM version. Cause you know, Rosetta two, I, I hear is, is going well. So yeah, I think that's the, that's the achievement here is like that worked and it seems like it's not a big deal. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, we'll see. I, I'm looking forward to trying it. My goodness. My webcam is just slowly getting blurrier. <laughs> webcam. <laughs> well, we can, Hey, uh, I have about probably eight minutes of the dog's attention on this stick lift so is there anything you want to talk about or do you want to wrap (laughs) Um, it here yeah we talked pre-show about oh the the whole thing with mac os phoning apple to verify a week before the new macs (laughs) and the reason that people really were paying attention to it is because the uh sorry let's go back big sur came out (laughs) big sur is a huge install file so it takes forever to download And everybody, you know, everybody that wants to be on the cutting edge trying to download that 
version of Big Sur on launch day, so their servers slowed down. They actually took out a whole Apple data center, I heard, for a oh. little period of time. Wow. And <laughs> there's also this thing happening where your apps, when you launch them, Mac OS is phoning Apple and saying, is this an app that I can launch? Yeah, is it like, like a good, safe app? And normally that process happens very, very fast that you don't notice it. But because their systems were being weighed down by the Big Sur downloads, those were waiting. And so some people were having oh. no app on their computer would launch. Or it would lock Whoa. up existing app. And like would, Chrome would start like shitting yeah. the bed because it couldn't do anything. You couldn't join Zoom calls. You couldn't. But look, I want to say one thing. First of all, before we even get into this, this is kind of shit Microsoft people shit on them on Twitter for. And somehow it, the argument of Apple was, oh, no, but it's for my security. I'm like, no shit. It's the same feature. Like, what you talking about? Microsoft literally has this feature called Smart Screen, which yeah, does yeah. this, but you can turn it off, and they didn't try and hide it. Um, and the other problem with the Apple one was that it told Apple where you were launching it from. So, like, oh, I don't like your that. Your physical location. Well, it was your IP address, but, like, you can deduce a lot. So, like, they can figure out if you're at your house, whatever. And like, obviously Apple doesn't want to know necessarily is there someone else might someone else might and it was sent unencrypted so that's cool they're very good at this that sucks all of its bollocks like they should have at least their whole game is like telling people what they do and then they have this and like that people will argue security until the cows come home but i think it should be you could should consent to it like yeah and this is again what i was saying like apple super predictable like they are trying to make it so you have to download things from the mac app store exactly and that's why this feature any exists. Other way. and that's it's why checking this feature to see exists. if it's legit later it's going to be checking to see if that's in the app store and you should be downloading it from there and then yeah. later it'll be blocking <laughs> installing certain what's apps. the word for that again like the the walled garden or whatever yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 they're walling it more and more i don't like that at all i don't understand why that's good for uh, them either because i mean it feels like you're not owning your computer anymore well it's good for them because it makes a 30 percent cut come to them so and that's the problem with it is yeah but i will i i would feel like much better about giving you the 30 percent if i also can do whatever the fuck i want with my own computer blackmailed into doing it but like your iphone that's how it's been since day one well, uh, I guess day two, because the App Store wasn't there originally, but... Yeah, but, like, I mean, for... I don't know. For me, that feels different, because... Um, I don't know. I've, I've, with computers, I've always felt like it should be possible to, like, yeah, write yeah. your own software. Well, because or... they set expectations that way since the yeah. beginning. And Apple... Th- this is the problem. So I see people being like, oh, no, the arguments that this is a slippery slope is just overdone. I disagree. The, the Apple is so good at this because they, yes, they will insist for up to five years, six years, seven years that it's not happening over such protracted amounts of time that eventually when it does, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, they're, they're here for the long game. So, like, that's why they do this so gradually. Um, and we've seen it in other, other, many other situations. Nightmare. Nightmare launch. Terrible. Well, Big Sur killed my computer. I had to get a new one. No way. It was fucking bad. My work one, yep, just bricked it. I just want to say this, the conversation about, like, Apple pushing developers to maybe the Mac App Store is goes hand-in-hand hand with what you were saying about, like, some people will face this ARM transition and just develop iPad apps. Exactly. And that's the same goal for Apple, is get mm-hmm. it in the App Store so that we can take a cut on the money that you make. Yep, exactly. Exactly. We'll see. I'm, I don't know. I'm optimistic about the ARM stuff. This stuff blows. Like it, it's a roller coaster with them. Um, on that note, I'm going to absolve myself because this dog is definitely going to stop sure. chewing her stick. I guess shortly. the question is what the next year looks like because Microsoft now has two ARM devices, the Laptop Go that came out this year, the second version of the Surface Pro X it's came just out the, this year. No, Laptop Go was uh, not ARM. And then it's a oh, Intel oh, thing. Oh, right. It's Windows it's just the S, ARM thing. S mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Microsoft is worse at everything. They're just so confusing. Oh, it's <laughs> this weird locked mode for some reason. You have to figure out what the fuck is happening. It'll just be weird to see what happens over the next year with all... Like, is Dell going to do this? 
because Dell has a huge chunk of the laptop market. Yeah, but they can't. They have to do it with Microsoft. Like that's the problem. Yeah. Is like Apple is the company that can do it, and they can get away with it, and it's fine. Because what are you going to do about it? Buy something else. Yeah. <laughs> cool it reminds me a little bit of of the tablet market as well of course you can buy android tablets and everything but why would you (laughs) yeah no one no one regards the 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 other tablets in the same way as the ipads i feel oh i would not spend i would not recommend anybody spending money on android (laughs) it's just google don't care i heard the lenovo duet's really good i'm sure it's fine but google don't care about android and there's no apps well no it's not it runs chrome os oh okay that's which good. it works well on a tablet. That's interesting. Yeah, but it's yeah, the, it's interesting because it, it's at the iPad Mini market, which I think Apple has not paid a lot of attention to the no, iPad yeah, Mini. So I think it. it's kind of smart for Lenovo to hit the bottom price tiers. I still would recommend people buy an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I am. I have to go and do dog duties, so I'm sorry to leave you here. But that's like, okay. Dog have a, duties have a or duties. like. I have a puppy right here that definitely needs a walk before the workday starts, so I, I must absolve. Okay, uh, well, check check Discord, because I have, like, a list of fleet puns to oh use as the show title, so <laughs> i got to really figure out the correct one to use. On fleet. Yes. On fleet. I like that Stop one. Stop trying to make fleets happen. Okay. I, I, I like um, uh, <laughs> Freddy's original um, likes are not florps. Timeline goes sideways. Timeline goes sideways. That was one of the first tweets I ever remember of Freddy's. I, I think re- maybe yeah. it might have been like how I started following you. It was like <laughs> the likes are now florps or whatever yeah. it was. Got, that, uh, I always come back to that uh, yeah. tweet. Me actually, too. The, that tweet is just fused in my brain. But it's also like so enigmatic of everything they did. And yeah. it was so prophetic. Yeah. Now it's like yeah, timeline yeah. literally goes sideways. <laughs> oh my God. But I think we used... Likes are now flirts as a show title once already. Yeah. Well, timeline goes sideways though, so that's fun. Yeah, we okay. we have a lot of options. I'm out. No. I'm gonna go hang out with All the right. damage. So join, join us in Discord, everybody. Yes, join us in Discord. See puppy pictures on my fleets. Oh my god, that's a good actually a good reason to look at your fleets. I could give you a link, but they don't yeah, have links yet. So you can't share someone's fleet. Go to my either. profile in your Twitter yeah. app if you're in the correct country or some shit. <laughs> But just on your on phone web. and not yeah. on the web. <laughs> oh, lordy me. You heard it here first. It's coming to the web. It's behind a feature flag. Okay, I'm out. Uh, bye. Bye, Biscuit. Bye.